Hutchins Podcast. Welcome to the Hutchins Podcast. I am Harry Jones, and in today's episode, we are joined by one of the biggest names, if not the biggest, this podcast has ever seen, an old boy and Australian icon, Tom Windsor. Welcome to the podcast, mate. Oh, mate, massive intro. I just came for that. That was, uh, yeah, I'll come back every time. Thanks for having me. Equally big Australian names, we have James, future Prime Minister Hodgman. Oh, g'day, Jonesy. G'day, Jones. We have an exciting episode coming up, talking all Term 3, and what a cracking term we've had to date, including 175 anniversary celebrations, the inaugural 5 to 12 Leadership Day, and just last Friday, Freezing for a Reason and Walk Out of the Shadows. But before we get to this... I'll, uh, I'll get to introducing Tommy Windsor. Uh, I'll just start off leaving school in 1999, spot I believe. On. Yep, spot on. How's it feel to be back in the school and, more importantly, to the studio? Yeah, mate. It's, well, this is a very impressive studio. I feel almost pro being in here with you <laughs> you two. Uh, but, yeah, I've, I've had a little bit more to do with the school uh, the last six to 12 months and been wrapped with what I've been seeing and um, the calibre of, of people that I've, I've been chatting to and um, just, yeah, to see where the school's at now from where I left it. I, I really enjoyed my school time and had a good time. Probably was time to leave by the end. But, um, yeah, I've, I've really been been enjoying my time back connecting with the school and, and seeing where, they've at and where they're at and what, uh, what the journey they've been on since, since then. How uh, would you describe yourself as a student back in the day? I know Mr McLeod reckons you were a teacher's delight. <laughs> he was a uh, student's delight. I, I'm sure he still is. Um, yeah, great to hear he's finishing up on a high. Um, all the best with the retirement, uh, Mr McLeod, as you can't help but call him 20, 22 years later. Um, as a student, look, I... I probably had a little, a few issues with attention, um, a deficit or two in there and wasn't always good at sitting down and paying attention uh, in the classroom or, or having the attention not on me. So in that respect, I might have been somewhat disruptive to uh, teachers and, and kids around me and probably uh, lacked a bit of self-awareness back in the day at school. I cringe at some of the um, <laughs> things I would have got up to or things I would have said or how important I might have thought I was. Um, but that's all part of growing up too, yeah. And like I said, I, I just enjoyed my time at school. Great mates and, yeah, st- still to this day. Time of your life. Mm. And then after school you went to Utah's. What did you study there? I uh, studied um, commerce law, um, which was a reasonably popular choice. One of the reasons I chose that was felt pretty broad. Um, I, I'd I wasn't too specific on exactly what I wanted to do with the rest of my life at 18 when I left school. So I thought that that kept my options open. Plus, yeah, I was genuinely interested in business and commerce and economics um, and also wanted to learn a bit more about what what sort of the law was and what the what a legal career might look like. So yeah, that's that's where I ended up. And and I loved uni. Just you know, once again, it was a bit of an extension of school, but with a lot more freedom and uh, independence. Um, and I've yeah, in the same way, I made a lot of mates at school, made a lot of a lot of friends at uni as well, and um, yeah, had some great times. And then post uni, you started Mobart Mobros. Spot on, yeah. Two thousand and six, we started the Mobart Mobros. Pretty much, the core was a bunch of bunch of mates. I was playing 
old boys footy with at the time. That was a pretty big part of my life, uh, the old boys, and great club and, once again, yeah, really good mates and friendships. And, yeah, that's just kind of grown and grown and gone gangbusters. We, we just set out to have a, a pretty good time and that's, I guess, always been our motto, um, passionate about a, a pretty serious cause, mental health and men's health in general. But, yeah, the way we wanted to affect change was through positivity and through fun and engaging the people around us and people have just we've been open and welcoming and people have just jumped on board and, and yeah, come along for the ride. Yeah, awesome. And not only a local hero in my eyes, I think in 2020 uh, you got the Taz State Local Hero Award as part of the Australian of the Year Award. So congrats on that one. Thanks, mate. Yeah, that was really nice actually. Obviously not something you expect, um, but just really nice for our cause to be acknowledged. Like I said, when we started, mental health wasn't even spoken about that much, particularly for men. So we, you know, we're a huge part of changing that stigma in our local community and, and for that to be recognised by a much wider base was really rewarding and there's been thousands of people involved in our group but thousands of people in, involved at a local level towards the cause. So, yeah, I was really honoured, I guess, to represent all of all those people who are so passionate about it, who care so much about it um, and had a great time as part of that Australian of the Year alumni for 2020. We got to go to Canberra and meet some absolute legends like Rob DiCostella and How good. Uh, Baker Boy and, uh, yeah, a few other legends from around Australia. And, and the, the young group, actually, the group of um, the young Australians of the year, they were fascinating, just just doing so much um, in their own way and, yeah, bringing out so much good positive change. I loved it. Some big names over in Canberra at that time. Yeah, big names but just big people, you know, yeah. just people who bring a smile to your face and, um, yeah, just just so much positivity, I think, more than anything. I think that just reinforced my ideals about the power of positivity and the power of a big smile and a, and a friendly sort of open arm embrace rather than a lot of what we see these days, particularly on social media, around negativity and fear um, to bring about change. So, look, I think each probably has their place, but for me personally I've always um, much more enjoyed doing things in a positive way and, and having fun with it. And, yeah, look, there's sure a time to be serious and we're passionate about a serious cause. But, yeah, just I, I just gravitate, I guess, towards those, those similar kind of people. And, Tom, so last Friday you were involved within an event run by the Hutchins Wellbeing Committee and Thorold House, which was Walk Out of the Shadows, which involved 70 boys walking from the Hutchins School to Sandown Beach at 5.45 and as well Freezing for a Reason where us and the collegiate girls got in the water for 10 minutes, belted out a really loud war cry that could be heard all the way at New Norfolk. Um, <laughs> but above all, the highlights of the morning. Um, it was great to see our community sort of get together for mental health. How did you find the morning, Tom? I loved it, mate. Absolutely loved it. Uh, it was an early start for me. I was here with a couple of mates that actually um, enjoyed dinner and a catch up with the night before and uh, we, we didn't have a heap of sleep so it was, was an early start but uh, just so uplifting. I mean you, you guys just sort of sort of talk about it off the cuff. It was organised by the, the uh, Mental Health and Wellbeing Committee. What the hell's that? You know, we never had one of them 20 years ago um, yeah. when I was going through school so I think that's just fantastic and to see the turnout, a voluntary turnout at sort of 5.30, 5.45 for mental health, um, 
by a bunch of grade twelves. I was I was just really impressed with with the commitment uh, to the cause um, and how seriously everyone took it. We had a great time, but yeah, it, it is a serious issue, and we had a quick. We had a quick chat before we went down. But a few things to think about on the wander down to the beach in the uh, early morning darkness, in the dusk, and then, of course, we uh, we had the plunge. How good was that? Yeah, it was freezing. I loved it. Still, it was, still shivering, I think. Yeah, it was, it was so fun, though. Nah, it's great. Bit of, bit of Wim Hof, bit of mindfulness there in the early exactly. morning with the lads. Excellent. Yeah, and for all the listeners out there, how important do you think these type of events are for awareness of men's health. Yeah, I, I think it's key, isn't it? You know, like I, I mentioned, um, I mean, we didn't even know what a wellbeing committee was um, back in the late 90s um, and I'm really proud to see how far we've come. We've been a, a part of that evolution, I guess, being part of the local community and that's been a really rewarding thing about our involvement in Movember. We've kind of gone from this really broad uh, create awareness at all costs kind of thing to now we've, uh, I guess, been working a lot more in the understanding around that that awareness and not just promoting the fact that mental health exists but, you know, talking about the understanding of things like anxiety and, and depression and what that might look like um, and what stigmatism might look like 20 years ago compared to what it might look like today, um, you know, whether or not that's around us being more comfortable around the use of medication to treat mental illness as, as an illness or us being more comfortable around practices like Wim Hof or, or uh, mindfulness and, and meditation and things like this um, and the importance of exercise on, uh, on our wellbeing. So, yeah, I've, I, I really like to stand back a bit and look at that journey we've come and but that said, we, I think we've still got a lot of work to do, so we'll keep on driving. And as you said, events like these, it shows how critical positivity is. It spreads very quickly. So I think that really highlighted to me how big that is. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good point, Harry, and also demonstrating to those of us who might be suffering among us um, that it's all right to have a chat. You know, I had a cat, chat with a couple of boys on the way down to the beach the other morning. It was the first time I'd ever met them. Um, and just to see that courage and bravery from them, once again, was was really encouraging to see that environment like Hutchins, an all-boys school, is is creating that safe space for guys to talk. I reckon it's fantastic. So credit to you guys. Now, other Term 3 stuff, I know the prefects, we're having a big push on school spirit. I think phone, social media, that's been a big shift as a school, it's really changed the way people go about it. So I know after assemblies, we're trying to do a big whole senior school war cry to really lift that spirit up. Um, and in other things, we had our swimming carnival. I think last week, I know there's been a podcast by the Year 9 boys about that. Attendance was a bit lower than normal, so we might need to look into changing the format a little bit. But first of all, Tommy, just run us through what swimming carnivals were like back in the day. Uh, yeah, pretty rowdy from, from memory. Uh, we were, we were up at the old pool, outdoor 25 metre pool up near the ELC these days. And I do remember pretty good, um, some pretty good war cries. Um, so the spirit was strong and I think the success of that was probably not because, uh, we're all elite swimmers, but we allowed the different and diverse group of students that make up a house to find their own way to, to, to support their house and to support their mates, whether or not, you know, that might be the more artistic or creative types dyeing their hair or spray painting their shoes or, 
you know, all in school colours. I remember, you know, you'd go through your wardrobe, your sister's wardrobe, your dad's wardrobe, your mum's wardrobe to find anything with the Steve's house yellow sort of colours and then a bit of bit of spray paint in the hair or something um, for the day, hair dye. Uh, so I think that's important to um, to try and maybe find some other ways to... It's easy if school spirit comes naturally to you and, and I love the idea of Zimalars after... After assembly, that's that's good. That's collegial. That involves everyone. Um, but that might also not be everyone's bag. So try and find different ways to express yourself just as in everyday school life, but link that back to spirit. And whether or not that's getting up in front of everyone at, at assembly or it's um, creating a YouTube video or, or a TikTok or whatever it might be these days, um, you know, you, you've got so many different tools at your disposal. You might be coming up with some kind of music piece or, or rap or edited sort of um, fun. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say just just think a bit more laterally rather than the old school traditional. Don't worry too much about what we used to do in back in the day. Find your own ways to, to have fun. So one thing I noticed, once again, it was great to see sort of the lead on from the athletics carnival with the no phones. I think that was followed a bit better from those who were at the swimming carnival. You saw more people engaging in races and once it got to the end of the 50 metre Div 1 freestyle, everyone was watching and applauding. Based on the house spirit, I reckon we can lift that up a bit. And as Tom said, there's a lot of ways you can get that sort of boosted. Yeah, look, I, I'm a... I don't have to work in a school or function in a school, so I, I'm not privy to how challenging having having phones are with um, with school age students these days. But I've always been pretty strongly of the view to embrace technology. If you're talking to a room full of people who've got their head in their phones and that's how they communicate, then maybe find a way to communicate through their phones to them, whether or not that's that's live or whether or not that's participating at a, a school carnival, find a way to engage. If, if technology is their thing, then let's develop, you know, some kind of app or interaction that goes on in their phones, whether or not it's, it's live scores of, of the races that day or it's voting on who has the best school spirit outfit on, a, on some kind of online poll mm. or it's, you know, submitting their own, the best house TikTok, you know, wins a prize or, you know, earns an extra 10 points. Um, I think the challenge is not just back on the teachers, it's back on the school community as a whole to, to figure out how to engage um, engage you guys as best as we can and get everyone enjoying the day. I think I agree there with you. It's a new norm. Phones aren't suddenly going to go away. So yeah. it's with that new normal, yeah. got to find solutions. Yeah. yeah, and look, maybe there are times when it's a it's a no phone time, sure. And that's life and, and we all have to deal with that as we as we mature and grow older. But, yeah, for the most part I'd say. Just embrace it. Get amongst it. I think I think that's a wicked idea. Uh, house TikTok. Why not? Competition. Yeah, put some points to it. Yeah, get it in senior school assembly. Yeah. yeah. Very good call. Put that through every event as well, swimming, drama, house music, whatever it might be. Yeah. There you go. Challenge for you. It's even like debating. I know that's coming up in week eight. During the debate, people are probably going to be on the phones. Sure, get a, how, get a yeah. worm going. You know that. You know they do that live worm of uh, sort of a live poll when when they do sort of the federal elections and it's you know Morrison versus Albanese. <laughs> who you're going to vote for? And, and you see the live worm. Yeah. And they'll make a really good call and it'll go. Oh, go, go to Skomo and then Albanese will make a good call. The <laughs> worm will dive back down. Even house music voting, who sung best, yeah. all that stuff. Pop right. contests. Yeah, there's yeah. not much audience saying who wins that. Um, mm. 
And I reckon if we could find a way to give everyone a vote, make it, yeah, a lot better. Other term three stuff, as I've said before, there's been some great stuff happening. Uh, something that sticks out, out to my mind is the 5 to 12 Leadership Day, the first one in a while. I think Eddie BC back in 2013 ran one from year six up, I believe. So it's great to have them back. And, yeah, I'm pumped to see where this goes in the future. Hodgie and I had a great day, so hopefully it becomes a, an annual tradition. And a big shout-out to Zai Cooper, left in 2015 for coming in for a talk on public speaking. And also we had some different uh, speakers. James Hodgman had a ripping talk. Uh, so did Will Edwards. So did you, Jones? I, I had a oh, quick pet talk. This is a beat-up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we were all just great. <laughs> no, Not it so sounds sure. great. Big term. Big term, massive. Yeah. Um, so first of all, thank to everyone who helped out on the day and to everyone that came. What did you think of the day, Hodgie, and what came out of it? Well, I thought it was an excellent day. We all got in tables, mixed up the year groups, so you weren't just sitting with your mates in your one-year level, and you got to do some teamwork activities, had an obstacle course set up by Harry Jones and you had to blindfold one person on your team and guide him through it, which, yeah, displayed excellent teamwork from all the teams. And then once Zai Cooper spoke and he told us all about his past experiences with public speaking and how to do it more appropriately. And then we all went outside in our groups and we talked about how we made a pitch to everyone about how we were going to be the next captain of the Hawthorne Football Club and... Tommy and I wear Hawks, man. Oh, I was going to say. Not sure. That's a big title. <laughs> not sure, not sure. Might need to be the Cats, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, an, it was an excellent day. Everyone seemed really happy. We're all participating. I think it's absolutely awesome to, to learn those skills you won't learn in a classroom. Public speaking, on that day, I, I learned so much, mm. which you don't get from, from the teachers. So, yeah, really great day. Uh, I've just got one question for you, Tommy. Um, how important do you think it is to take on these leadership opportunities as a student, looking back on your your time in the glory Hutchins days of 99? Uh, yeah, look, I, I think I probably remember it before my final year at school, learning more from older boys. Um, and I reckon that's something that Hutchins has always done really well, um, expose the younger boys, I guess, to, to some older older role models. And, you know, we continue today to do it through the through the old boys community as well. But yeah, and, and equally, I think um, when you, you're mentoring younger boys, you learn a lot about yourself and probably gain a fair bit of self-awareness around maybe what your weaknesses are or maybe some areas you need to work on. Um, but also, yeah, your areas of strength and I guess how to best carry yourself. But no, I, I, I remember those those kind of days fondly um, as really good opportunities to, yeah, to be the best you can be, I guess. Without a doubt. And uh, it's been a massive month of August and even July um, with our 175th celebrations. Dr McEwen said to me the other day, there was more convicts than free settlers when we started. So it's been a big celebration uh, with our long history. Some big ones... Oh, they got a cracking MC in. Yeah. Uh, we had the gala dinner. Tommy Windsor. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah, the late call up. I think that's what happens when your real MC can't make it from the mainland. But no, I had a great time. That was a, wow, what an event. Oh. I don't think I've ever been to a 
bigger, funner event. It was six, six, 600, was 600 it? plus. Oh, huge, massive. Yeah, involving you know, everyone from the dance troupe to the you know, grade 12 boys, um, staff handing things around, and uh, just it was like a like a massive wedding almost. You just kept on running into all these people you knew and hadn't seen for a while and great vibe in the air. I think everyone was pretty pumped. But you, you make mention of, you know, more convicts than uh, free settlers when we started the school. It's a bloody long time ago. Like there's a bit of preparation for the, the MC duties that night. I, I started sort of doing a bit of research and I'm ashamed to say I looked up to see who the Prime Minister was of Australia. But, yeah, we weren't federated until 1901. So that's when you start realise, mm. realising just how long ago that was. Yeah, there was no AFL, VFL. There was there was no Hutchins School, uh, let alone any other school in the state. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing uh, history. Um, and I think particularly an evolution and a journey worth reflecting on and, you know, seeing where we've come from and acknowledging our past, um, you know, which isn't always pretty when you look at anyone's past, but also some great things to celebrate and that continuity and legacy of valuing character and developing good character in young men, um, yeah, is, is, has lasted a long time. We'll just go through some highlights. I know there were many but some in particular ones. Hodgie, who have you got for us? Tom Green. So there was a band that came in and it wouldn't be a Hutchins event without Tom Green stealing the mic off the singer <laughs> and belting out the words of, of Summer of 69. Yeah, him and Mr Hammond on stage, out of control. Mr, but, Mr. Hammond oh, on stage, yeah. on the dance floor, amongst the tables. He was everywhere. He was. I know Tom Green, he's been getting some singing lessons. He has, has, yeah. has he improved, do we he, think? He's got a way to go, but, you know, he's having a crack. So, that's, and he, that's took, what matters. he took the opportunity to have some live practice. Yeah. That's that's what I like to say. He had a crack. He's, he's already singing to a uh, mosh pit of 600, so he's wow. big progression. Filling yeah. the stadiums. He's, <laughs> he's at the Buckland House concert coming up soon as well, but every well, Get your tickets. Every night in the boarding house, he is oh singing. <laughs> Get him, Greeny. Get him, Greeny. Exactly. And just another massive shout-out to Fraser Cummings and uh, Alistair Bradley for staying till 1 o'clock in the morning. That's huge. They were there since 6 o'clock, stayed till 1, helping out all night. There was about 30 boys that helped out throughout the whole night, which was great to see. A lot of years, 11s and 12s, prefects. Teachers, great event. Yeah. I think they almost Massive ran effort. a walk to half marathon there. That, it's about a fifteen k. Big yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had my. Oh, well, sorry. I was just going to say, what a huge event! Yeah. Great effort by by the whole team who put it on, and especially to Kezia Mellers and her mm-hmm. events team. Incredible. We, me and Miss Mellers, we checked to see on our phones how many steps we did. And we both got 22,000 just in that night. And she was in heels as well. So I, uh, I, I had out. a quick look at Mr. Hammond and he was up to 42,000. Yeah, <laughs> he was running around everywhere. And in other anniversary uh, news, we had the Chris Ray building opening. Couldn't think of a better man to name a building after. And I know the middle school boys, they've loved moving into the classrooms in there. And we had a, uh, an official opening. The governor was there. Tom Windsor was there, big name. <laughs> I, I was rapt to be there. Um, unsurprisingly, um, Mr Ray's uh, been someone I've got to know over the years and just I reckon more than anything it's fantastic to see that school values a character like that. Um, you know, he wasn't headmaster of the school. He wasn't a 
He hasn't been a huge uh, donor, to my knowledge, to the school or anything like that, which is is what a lot of other institutions base their uh, acknowledgements on. Um, but Hutchins has chosen to to um, acknowledge someone of great character uh, who's influenced so many young men's lives so positively. And, yeah, I, I was rapt to be there, even just to learn a bit more about the space itself and what it, what it's going to be used. I must admit I walked in and I thought, oh, God, this is a big building for not many classrooms. And then I had a, had a bit, bit of a chat with Kenny Kingston and uh, he explained to me, no, that's not how we teach anymore, Tom. Uh, we have the, you know, use the classrooms obviously, but then we've got these merge spaces where you can break out into into groups and uh, sort of merge grades and, and then you've obviously got the amazing dance studio and stuff down there and the drama. Uh, almost made me want to come back to school. I must say I'm pretty jealous that I've missed out. <laughs> Unlucky. Uh, I'm, yeah, pretty jealous as well that they get to break out into those spaces. In yeah. year seven I was itching yeah. to, to get it out of the classroom. It just makes sense, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, no, it's good to hear. No, I've got... Uh, I've got a little boy, uh, Davey, he's about to turn three. So, yeah, he's got all that to look forward to. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And even I think there's a cooking studio there. I've heard the boys have been whipping up some storms throughout the past few weeks. So Yeah, I've been yeah. missing the year eight uh, food and cooking class because they always cook me a couple of items that I can sometimes sneak one or two in. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, if you if you cook up a bit of a storm and then you put on a bit of a dance and a bit of a drama and you're all sitting there in that grandstand, it's not a bad spot for a party uh, uh, opposite the quadrangle there too. Not bad at all. There we go. And uh, just lastly, some other celebrations. We had our annual cathedral service at St David's Cathedral and uh, congrats to the boys who got an anniversary tie very well deserved, and that was on 3rd of August, which was our anniversary day. Then back at school, all 1,075 of us uh, got a bit of cake each. And all, had, always a good day. Always good. Yeah. Got to have the cake. Mm. And we had a Starfish student soccer match. The staff got up, I believe. Yeah. So that, oh, come on. Yeah. We, we lost 3-2 um, <sighs> after a questionable it's more, more, That's decision. more crushing than the Matildas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mr Pride's umpiring might... Been oh, question. Look out. the teachers a bit, but it is what it is. We'll get them in the next one. And to wrap up the podcast, we have a few exciting events coming up with the prefect's theme of opportunities. It is as it is more important than ever before to make the most of what this year has to offer. Whether you be a student, teacher, parent, or an old boy like yourself, Tommy. And just before I get into these events, Tom, on reflection. How important do you think the message of grasping as many oh, opportunities so as you good. can Oh, so good. I was just so excited to answer that question because what an opportunity to talk about opportunities. Oh, one of my favourite things. Uh, something I, I probably uh, comes fairly naturally to me, have a, have a crack at it, anything, um, which sometimes, you know, can lead to being a jack of all trade, trades and master of none. But, I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? You... you I think I've probably mentioned before to to students, you had no decision in whether or not you came to Hutchins. You're here now. What you do with that is up to you. And there's some great opportunities coming up in the calendar uh, to get amongst it. We have Shay for a cure. I've already got a pretty rude-looking lid as it is, so (laughs) to get rid of my hair be pretty interesting, but nonetheless for a great cause um, for the Leukaemia Foundation, of course. So that would be year seven up to 12. Great. Now a few lads getting amongst it. Good work. Yep. And we'll uh, put that link out on the Hutchins socials. So make sure to get around that. 
Yeah, it is. A, it's a really good event. It's been done the last couple of years by Buckland, but this year it's been sort of a prefect initiative. There's and a, led by uh, Will Zeman and a few Year 11 yeah. boys, which is awesome. Legends. Yeah, they've got a lot of boys from each house trying to get as many different age groups to participate as possible. I've, I've loved seeing on Facebook the last couple of days a lot of boys putting the link up to donate and a boy in Buckland, Tom King, within the first hour he put it up, he already got $250. Wowzers. And from experience of shaving my head, it is not much of a difference and I promise you it is a lot easier to live with, so <laughs> maybe we should try and get as many boys as possible and teachers to get involved with it. It's, f- it's for a great cause. Yeah, so. get around your mates. Uh, see if you can chase down Tom King. Yeah. And I think even in the first couple of days, they've already raised 2000 Yeah, So wow. great wow. to see yeah, people already work. getting around wow. it. Great work. And in other fundraising, we have two prefect events to finish off our fundraising efforts for the year. We've got a grand final brekkie on September the 23rd. That's on a Thursday. Big one. We've, uh, we're talking with some of the biggest names in AFL to come in as guest speakers. It'll be a great morning, 7 a.m. start, fathers, grandfathers, their sons. Sounds great. Get amongst it. Uh, who do you think's going to be playing? Cats D's? Yeah, I, I reckon Cats D's. Yeah, yeah, the Hawks have made a late run up a few uh, more games. We would have been in the eight. Mate, I was eyeing off that second draft pick. I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah, on. You're going to get like a six now. Oh, no. Far out. Clarko, yeah, that's a bit of a tough topic at yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah, let's not talk about it. We won't that. go there. No, no. No, but the AFL grand final brekkie, great day. Mm. Good fundraiser. Yep, so make sure you get around that. Tickets will be live very soon. And that one's for Bethlehem House, so great cause. And on Bethlehem House, which, of course, is our Year 12 charity, we also have the Year 12 Runathon, where all the fellas in Year 12 run for 12 hours consecutively around the War Memorial Oval, run as many laps as we can, got some corporate sponsors as well as uh, community donations as well. So all donations will be greatly appreciated. And a link as well will be on our socials, so get around that. What date's that on? That's September the 23rd through to the 24th. Wow. So overnight, 12 hours. Yeah, overnight. Wow. 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. What an achievement. I've heard John Groom will be running. Ooh. He's been challenged. If he runs 20 laps, then a corporate sponsor will donate That's an extra 500 or something. Wow. So cool. Big. Yeah, pressure on. It's exciting. Mr. Seddon will get a couple laps in, I'm sure, at 2 o'clock in the morning, but yeah, be nice to see everyone getting around that one, doing the final lap together, try and get as many boys down at 8.20 for the final lap. I'm, I've heard there's a banner being built by James Giannis. Jimmy Giannis can build a banner right yeah, here. he's building Good a work, banner. Jimmy. Who do we think, students, teachers, who's going to be running the big laps? Mr. Connick has got to be up for a few, doesn't he? He has to be. Yeah, we'll get him in. Yeah. Even the sort of Henry Johnston, who's really fit from his rowing, Harry Sillifant. Um, I reckon I've got you in for a couple, Jonesy. We might need to get some practice yeah, runs yeah. in beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm pretty unfit at the moment, so I might, might need to chat the runners on and and do a bit of training in the good work in the leading you got weeks. a month you got a month got a month yeah plenty of time exactly yeah. i know louis miller last year ran almost a half marathon so oh, big oh. night oh, i'll try and get in one lap let alone <laughs> how many did he do 20k's oh, eight far out and, and so what's this i hear about the bucks concert so on september 15th a wednesday night there will be bands from in school starting with a year 9 band led by mason longhurst mason 
Mate. How good? Gone guitarist. Sounds like a rock star. Yeah. And then we can strike a tune. He up can, there. he can. And then we've got fan favourites, Midlife Crisis. So the teacher band coming back in for a couple of so- songs. Paul Banks, is he back? I don't think he's in this year. Oh. Oh. Tom Green, surely. We've got him in. Where is he? Individual solo. Keep, we've couldn't got keep him, him out. First song, he's he's on at 5:30. And then we've got a couple out-of-school bands. So Swaz Benjamin, a, a local big name, local local mm. rapper, and mm. then Max Baldock, one of the most well-known drama boys in the school. His band Park Life are going to be playing at it, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, couple of future big names there. Yeah. Get amongst early. All raising money. You'll be on this podcast in twenty years, saying, "Yeah, I was here for Park Life when they yeah. launched." Yeah, exactly. Bucks all, concert. All raising money for a great cause in Ronald McDonald House charities. So yeah. next one direction, I hear. Some of the bands that have been playing, some massive names, really? up and coming. Really? Is that the best you've got? Come on, mate. Oh, it's better. I'll be, I'll be on the stage. I'll be drumming for the Buckland House band. Oh, nice. Mm. I was thinking if you ne- next unearthed sort of what numbers. I've never heard your, your voice, Tommy. Might no, there's a reason for that, mate. talent. No, definitely not. Well, if we, if we need an MC, I might need to go back to the <laughs> greatest of all time. And just a final message for the podcast and to wrap up, make the most of what the rest of the year has Always remember to look out for your mates, be empathetic, remember to have fun, being at school, it's the best time of your life. And just from you, Tommy, any last words? Yeah, I loved all of that, mate. Just just enjoy it, have fun, find find what makes you happy and get into it, have a crack. 100%. Thanks, thanks for having me, boys. Loved it. Yeah. The, any the, last words? The end of the year is coming up pretty soon, so I try and get involved in, in as many things as possible, especially if you're... Year 12, we don't have much longer. So, yeah, get involved. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Thanks again, Tom, for joining us today. Hodge and I, we've loved having you and I've no doubt that our listeners have too. To listen to more podcasts, make sure you check out hutchins.taz.edu.au slash podcasts. Goodbye. Hutchins Podcast.